Did you know that defending the teachings of the Catholic faith doesn't need to be complicated, nor does it require a PhD and years of training? In fact, if you use a little common sense and some simple logic, you can highlight flaws in Protestant teaching. And in his new book, A Blue Collar Answer to Protestantism, John Martinoni lays out concise, candid, and power-packed arguments about what they believe what you believe too. John is joining me today to tell us more about it. Good morning, John. Welcome back to the show. Brenda, pleasure to be back with you. I appreciate you allowing me back on. (laughs) Well, we had such a good time last time. I thought this is right up my alley because I often just feel inadequate. In fact, I listen to Catholic shows here at Mater Dei Radio. Those hosts are so amazing and quick to answer questions and to throw up arguments where I feel like I just don't have the ability to do that. But isn't that kind of where we should first start, is that we should all feel like and have the ability to defend what we believe? Yes. and I mean, God calls on all of us to be able to defend what we believe. And, and like you said in the intro, but you don't, you don't need, he's not calling on all of us to have a master's or PhD in theology in order to be able to do that. So what I do is I've, I figured out, because I'm a simple person, I figured out that, well, I need to, to use some common sense and a little logic, and I'll, I'll throw in the Bible here and there, but, but common sense and simple logic, what I call the blue-collar way, you can def- anybody can defend the faith, they can explain the faith to others, and they can also make other people think about what it is they believe and why they believe it, and maybe plant some seeds of truth with those other people. I mean, I've had moms tell me, Brenda, that their nine-year-old kids are using my stuff. Mm. But then I've had, I, I mean, not too long ago, from your area, a, a chemistry professor at a, at a major college got hold of my stuff. And he's like, well, I've never seen this stuff before, and he's using it. And so, you know, it's, it's for everybody sitting out there in the pews. I love this idea, too, about how you say it just it's a little bit of logic and some common sense. So what's a typical way that we like to muddle up explaining what we believe when we just need to use that common sense, a little logic to point out a Protestant's belief in order to try to explain and defend ours? Well, what a lot of times what people do is what Catholics will do is over explain. Like somebody will say, well, where in the Bible does it say anything about Mary being assumed body and soul into heaven? You know, and, and, and I've heard Catholics go, well, if you look at the history and the tradition and this and this, and the early church fathers said this, and this guy said this and this. No, no, no. I mean, you can do all that if you want, if, if you know how. Excellent. But all, the simple response I use is, well, where in the Bible does it say she wasn't assumed into heaven? You know, mm-hmm. and, and they're like, well, um, well, but it's not in the Bible. I said, well, you know, do you believe in altar calls? Yeah, that's not in the Bible. So if you believe in altar calls and they're not in the Bible, why can't I believe in Mary being assumed into heaven if that's not directly in the Bible? Although, again, I can give evidence for indirectly that Mary was assumed into heaven from Scripture. But, yeah, nowhere does the Bible say Mary was assumed body and soul into heaven but nowhere does it say Mary was not assumed body and soul in heaven. So it's just that easy to flip it 
flip it around and put the other person on the defensive rather than, you know, the Catholic always having to be on the defensive and always having to answer the questions. Joining me today, it is the wonderful John Martinoni. His new book is A Blue-Collar Answer to Protestantism, Catholic Questions Protestants Can Answer. It is out by Sophia Institute Press. Well, John, here at Mater Day Radio, we air Catholic Answers. And for many people, that's their introduction into the Catholic faith, and especially into Catholic radio. When we ask, you know, what what got you hooked on Catholic radio? People go, it was Catholic Answers. So using that model, you've created this book, Question and Answers. You can get right to the question and the answer that you are looking for. So lay out this book a little bit more and let people know how they can use the book rather than just read letters on a page. Right. Well, the book has two major sections. The first major section is called Problems with Protestantism. And I I say that that section is looking at the forest instead of the trees. It's looking at at the major assumptions behind Protestant theology, whereas the second half of the book is called Questions Protestants Can't Answer, and it's got 30 questions that, uh, you know, the Protestant can give you some semblance of an answer, but I guarantee you, because I've used these questions in my own personal experience talking to thousands of Protestants over the last 25 years, the, the answer they give to these questions will either contradict Scripture or it will contradict their theology. So, in other words, it has to plant a seed with them because it puts them in a theological bind. And again, it's not to, it's not to prove them wrong or show them up, or it's, it's to make them think, why do you believe what you believe? You know, you're not you're not really thinking about this, Mr. Baptist or Miss Evangelical, right? So, uh, so that's the second half. Thirty questions, and and one of the questions is, uh, for example, who wrote the Gospel of Mark, and how do you know? Well, I mean, that's just common sense. Uh, you go by the Bible alone. The Scripture is your sole infallible authority. So, you believe the Gospel of Mark is the inerrant, inspired Word of God? Absolutely, says the Baptist or the, Pro- or the Protestant or Evangelical. Why? You know, where in the Bible does it say some guy named Mark wrote the Gospel of Mark and he was inspired by the Holy Spirit so we know it's inerrant and, and uh, you know, inspired by God? Where does the Bible say it? Well, the Bible doesn't. Mm-hmm. So, that means you're relying on some authority outside of the Bible to even have your Bible in the first place, which means this whole sola scriptura thing, going by the Bible, is logically inconsistent. You know, I go by the Bible alone, but I have to have a, an authority outside of the Bible in order to have my Bible. That makes no logical sense whatsoever. And it's those kind of questions that, again, all you're trying to do is make the other person think. Or here's another one. Sola fide is another big Protestant uh, uh, dogma, and it means you're saved by faith alone. Only faith saves you. So the question I ask in the book, well, do you have to love God in order to be saved? And if you're sola fide, faith alone, the answer from your theology is no, you don't have to love God in order to be saved. But if you read Scripture, and God is love, you have to love God above all else, love your neighbors, that's a ridiculous answer. 
So, but if you say, yes, you do have to love God, well, then it's not salvation by faith alone. It's salvation by faith and love. All just common sense, simple logic. And you have just thrown major, major buckets of water on the two main doctrines of Protestantism, sola scriptura and sola fide. I think that is perfect. And again, uh, John, you just did that in the span of about two and a half minutes. I mean, the the two big pillars, that's it right there in two and a half minutes. I love this book and I want to know more about it, but I am already coming up against my break. Please stay with me through the break. We're going to pick up our conversation in the next half hour. And I'm back with John Martinoni. His new book is titled A Blue Collar Answer to Protestantism, Catholic Questions Protestant Can't Answer. It's out by Sophia Institute Press. John is joining me today because we're talking about how defending our faith just requires a little common sense and some simple logic. There's so much more I want to find out about it. And John, thank you so much for staying with me today. Here's a question, though, let me ask you, because, I mean, it's uh, the end of October. People might be getting together pretty soon for the holidays. Maybe some difficult subjects come up at the dinner table that you may or may not want to engage into. How do you kind of test the waters as far as having a conversation with somebody as to whether or not you're ready to, you know, to pull out your, your Catholic answers and to defend the faith? and still offer it in a way that is, come and see. There's well, more to what I have to say. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, and that's, you're right, absolutely. Thanksgiving and Christmas, I get emails all the time. Uh, my, my fundamentalist brother-in-law's at Thanksgiving, and he's telling us Catholics we're not saved, and we worship Mary and all that stuff. Number one, I say, don't, don't be looking to pounce. Just pray to God for an opportunity that God will open a door. So I always tell people, if someone questions your faith or even attacks your faith, it should not bother you. You should get a big smile on your face because God has just opened a door for you to share the truth with someone. And even if they ask you a question you don't know, well, my first book, Blue Collar Apologetics, one of the strategies was the ignorant Catholic strategy. If you're asked a question you don't know, guess what? You don't fake it. You don't try to wing it. You don't give a you know, half-cocked answer, you say, I don't know, but I will find out and get back to you. And then you can go on with your meal, you know, and if they try to keep it, say, look, I told you I don't know, I'll get the answer to your question, and I'll get back to you. Now, pass the turkey, you know, so there's that. Or another strategy that I use, that I tell people to use, is make it a discussion between your your fundamentalist brother-in-law and me not you. You become a spectator. And the way you do that is by saying, like taking this book, you can take this book that I've just came out with all these 30 questions that Protestants can't answer. You say, hey, I got this book and I was reading it. And in the book, it says there are these 30 questions Protestants can't answer. And I would really, really be interested in your opinion on these questions. Would you mind reading it and letting me know what you think of these questions? And then just hand them the book. And they they might just read one or two chapters. Or they might think... Well, yeah, well, I, okay, I didn't do so well on that one. I'm going to get the next one, though. And they might read the whole thing. You never know. But even if they just read one or two chapters, 
seeds have been planted. You've got them to read Catholic material that otherwise they never would have. And now, now when they ask you a question in the future, you can say, did you read that book? And if they say no, then you say, then this conversation is over. Mm. Read the book, then we can talk. And, and, and tell them, say, I really want to know your opinion. And you should really want to know their opinion. When you ask somebody their opinion, people love giving their opinions. You know, especially a Protestant loves giving their opinion to a Catholic. So get the book. Get two copies of it, one for your fundamentalist brother-in-law or evangelical uh, sister who's left the Catholic faith. And, and all you got to do is say, I want to know your opinion. Could you read this and let me know what you think? Oh, I think that is absolutely perfect. And, you know, even within my own family, my now son-in-law who converted to Catholicism, when he started dating my daughter, the first thing he learned was... Catholics don't worship Mary. And those yeah. are just some incredible questions that you have to be ready to have the answer for. And those questions and answers you can find in John's book, A Blue Collar Answer to Protestantism. It is available at Sophia Institute Press. And John, before we go, you also have a great website where there's a ton of information, too. Tell us about your website. It's Bible Christian. Society.com, BibleChristianSociety.com, all sorts of free materials. I've got 28, 29 audio talks that you can listen to right there on the website for free, or you can down their MP3 downloads. You can download them on whatever device you have for free. Uh, or if you still have a CD player in your car and want to get CDs, you can order the CD versions, and those are free. I've got all sorts of written materials on apologetics. The one thing I always ask people to do if they really want to to get into apologetics and learning how to defend their faith sign up for my e-newsletter called apologetics for the masses uh it's got uh, i think i'm up brenda and it's mind-boggling to me i'm up close to seventy thousand subscribers now wow. and and it's just all it is is my conversations with baptist ministers with various protestant apologists or Asking, uh, answering questions that Catholics send in, saying, "Hey, I was asked this question. How do I answer it?" So all of that is that in that newsletter, and the newsletter is free as well. And all the past copies of the newsletter are posted there. I th- I'm up to 460 or 70 or so. So all this written and audio material that's absolutely free there on the website, BibleChristianSociety.com. Oh, this is fabulous. In fact, I'm just going through the list of of all of the different little uh, audios that you have here. This is fantastic. Was the prodigal son saved before he left? Oh, gosh. I struggle with that one because I know there are days where I'm the prodigal son, and I'm pretty sure there are many days where I'm also the son that stayed and said, why are you doing this party for him? What about me? I've been here along. So, yeah. uh, these are fantastic. Well, John, I appreciate your time. Thank you so very much for joining us today. And a fantastic book. Great, great job and real easy to read. I appreciate that Thank so you, much. Thank you, Brenda. I appreciate you having me on so much. God bless you. God bless you, too. And again, that is John Martinoni, the name of his book, A Blue Collar Answer to Protestantism, Catholic Questions Protestant Can't Answer. It's out by Sophia Institute Press. And I'm going to put a link on the podcast of this interview that'll get you right to Sophia Institute Press. You can get a book for yourself. And also I'll add a link to John's website, BibleChristianSociety.com.
And you're going to find those links at materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary media app.